Hi everyone, this is Katie. Welcome back to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Um, I am sitting today enjoying that it is not crazy hot out and it's a perfect, I want to say it's probably like 70 outside. It's so beautiful and breezy and I'm hanging out in front of a window, um, which is some much needed sun time. Um, I've had kind of like a kind of week, but, um, I'm here now and I can't wait to talk to you. Um, I want to start off today by letting you know that, um, and <laughs> trying super hard not to go totally off the rails and soapbox it. Um, but just kind of give you a run through. Um, Hank got a letter in the mail saying he was gifted, blah, blah. Um, and because of this, my, um, county kind of opened me up to another set of, um, educational tools that they had the whole time, um, which kind of irritates me, um, because I think all kids are gifted and they're all brilliant and wonderful and it all just depends on how they're taught and handled. Um, so I really didn't like it. I don't think it's fair. Um, and so this is a, a deep rooted passion of mine. And so I want to let you all know that I have started a Twitter account. I will put the link in the description, but the Twitter account is free edu links. So I'll, I'll go ahead and, like I said, put that link in there. But I, um, I've noticed that when I'm looking for educational tools and when I'm doing this homeschool research and blah, blah, that, um, man, you can find tons of curriculum and, and you can spend as much as you want. Um, but that you don't have to. And it's my personal mission to make sure you don't have to. Um, and so everything that I find on there that's free, I post on this Twitter link. So it's a really good source of free. And I do not put anything up there unless it's free. Except for, um, I believe I put up Renzuli, But that was $5 for like a year. So that's, that's I mean, that's, everybody has $5. Um, and if you don't, ask somebody because it's worth it. But um, anyways, the free EDU links are places like Mensa has um, lesson plans, all free, um, for gifted, and I use air quotes because, again, it is my personal opinion that all of these brilliant little flowers are gifted, and that's bullshit, and, uh, oh, oh, there I go. <sighs> Let me get back on track, but just remember, um, and, and yeah, and check that out. Just remember, you don't have to pay for anything. You don't have to do anything. Um, I've been spending some time on the internet recently, and I can see... It's so crazy that everything is like five things you must have, things you're doing wrong, what you should say to your kids instead of what you are saying. Um, and all of those really just reinforce a negative bullshit idea that you're not doing enough and that you need to buy their product or do something that they say, which is not true because you're beautiful, your children are beautiful, everyone is wonderful, um, and I want to make sure that everyone has every possible opportunity to get the best education. Um, whether it's homeschool or public school, you can supplement these links, you can play. Um, anyway, so I won't sell those too hard and I will get back because I'd like to start off this podcast episode with a quote that I found on, um, I believe it's the baby center. I hope I'm not incorrect. Um, I don't, I don't recommend it. Um, it's okay if you're pregnant and it'll tell you how far along the baby is, what the baby's doing. But after that, um, I do recommend deleting it. I do not recommend tracking your baby's growth or anything like that. That's what doctors and pediatricians are for. Um, 
If you just add that to your stress level, it can be crushing. Comparing your beautiful vine to, I'm totally going to call them vines now, anyone who listened to the last podcast, um, but you don't compare them to anybody else because they're unique and special and wonderful and everyone's circumstances are different. So let's start out with this quote from Baby Center. You think your life is hard? Imagine being plunked down in a foreign land where you're not fluent in the language, you have to figure out how everything from a doorknob to a toilet works, and you're one-third the height of everyone else. Um, I read that and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, my friend Jessica once told me, really she was just observing, that we all think our kids are supposed to be happy every single day and perfect every single day. They're not allowed to be angry. They have to be polite. God forbid they do anything out of the, you know, this, this perfect little idea that we have of these little PBS kids. Um, and she was so right. And she's so beautiful and smart to know that. So Jessica, if you're listening, I love you. Um, and you're a genius. Also, she has like the best kid out of anybody I know. So (laughs) she knows what she's doing. Um, okay. So my first toy is everything. Everything. Everything is a toy. What are children's museums? What do you see? Mm, It's all adult things. Cars, kitchens, grocery stores, water play, art, climbing, different kinds of houses, banks, vet offices, etc, etc. You get the point. That is because that's what kids want to do. They want to do what you're doing. So show them. Magnus is two and he knows if he's going to use a hammer, he needs to wear safety goggles. P.S. It's a tiny kid hammer from Home Depot. He's not going to do anything. Um, That is a a silly example off the top of my head, but you get it. Let them do things. But use this opportunity to show them the right way to do it. Um, They can literally do so many. It would blow your mind when you, well, it will blow your mind because you're going to, because you're listening to this and you're a badass parent and you're trying really hard to be great at it. So I already know you're going to do it. You're a baller. But when you do it, it opens your mind like, holy shit, these kids are so, are capable of so much more than I even gave them credit for in the first place. And it, it kind of makes you, you feel bad, but then you can go forward and really understand, no, they can do it. And so when people say, oh, you shouldn't do that, well, they'll be like, no, I can do it. I am capable of doing things. Um, and, and that's a good idea. Uh, that's a good attitude to have, I think. Um, I spent my entire life being told what I couldn't do. And uh, what I was bad at. And, um, you know, we're just going to close that door. We don't even need to open that closet. Okay, so what does it look like? What are those expectations? Okay. I have been homeschooling Hank. It was super easy at first as far as Magnus was concerned. Hank was kind of the problem, but um, Magnus was doing great. Um, He was mostly enjoying watching us. um, And I was naive to think that it would last that long, really. Um, I was soon trying to read and was being crawled on like a chimpanzee. Uh, I just totally messed up. I mean, like Magnus was a chimpanzee. Ugh, I knew I, was, <laughs> I knew that was going to come out wrong. Okay. Magnus was on my back and sometimes he would put himself between me and whatever I was reading. It was super annoying. Um, I couldn't even see the words. So what to do? I had to think and I had to take my own advice, which is advice that I've given people before and didn't even think about myself. So please um, know that, that you can know things, <laughs> but uh, don't beat yourself up when you have to constantly be reminded that you knew what to do in the first place, but you chose to do a different thing. Everyone's a person and it's totally fine. 
Um, so I took my own advice. I decided to revamp the schoolroom to look more like a children's museum. I try to think about like, what is the number one attraction at those places? Like, where do we end up spending most of our time? Um, and I came up with the kitchen grocery store. I figured I probably had enough stuff to throw it together. And I was right. Um, I don't have any fake food. Um, I just tossed weird colored beads into a container, um, some spoons, some weird disc-like things that I had from this weird toss game. It doesn't matter. What mattered was it was a bunch of tiny pieces and they were all different colors. So they can mix them together and stir them, whatever. Um, I wanted to make it as real as possible. So the people who used to live in our house left a bunch of their crap in it um, when we bought it. It was very annoying and I hated it, but I do have to admit that it's been useful as hell. Um, and one of those things they left was a very fancy looking coffee maker. It's all stainless steel and um, I don't need it. It's, it's got a bunch of moving parts. It just looks ridiculous. I don't care about that. Um, so I put that in his kitchen and I put real coffee beans in it so that he can mix them, smell them. I caught him sneaking a couple and I yelled at him, but he, you know, they, he said, they're good. <laughs> like they are, they are good. Um, but I put in some real pots and pans, some like tiny little weird egg ones that, you know, they're just for like making one egg. I'm never going to make one egg. I have five fucking kids. I don't even know why that's in my house. So stuff like that isn't, that's an easy way to get rid of stuff that, you know, you really don't think you need or want. Um, I also had some weird shelves that never fit anywhere. I just could never figure out what to do with them and they were sitting in the basement. So I threw those together to make counter space, uh, put a cash register. We happen to have a cash register. Um, but you know, you don't need one. All you really need is a drawer and some fake money. Uh, I found some fake money from, um, some random day at work my husband, husband had, it was like themed and they made fake money. So, um, I added a whiteboard so he could, you know, draw back there and a shopping cart, um, all of which I already had, which I think is the most important thing. I just want to keep saying that over and over. You do not have to buy anything hardly ever, like hardly ever. Try to use what you have. Um, I threw in a real coffee mug. Okay. So he breaks it. Mm, okay. Now he found out glass breaks. We have to be gentle with glass and then we can talk about that and then I can show him how we leave the area because it's dangerous and I can show him how to clean it up properly. All of those are playing. All of that is important. That's learning. It's growing. Um, I also put in real silverware um, just because we had some. It's not really, it's real silverware, but it's not great. So um, I threw that in there, um, but the real, the more real, the better is my point. It doesn't have to even be a theme. It doesn't even, it just has to be real stuff that they can touch. Maybe it no longer works. Maybe you keep thinking you're going to fix it, but you're not. Or maybe it's just, like I said, extra. Maybe somebody bought you a kitchen utensil you never use. Um, we all have a lot of things around that we just don't touch ever. And um, the kids, the kids love them. As long as they're not, like, super dangerous, obviously. Don't give them, like, random scissors and knives. Um, so I also am fully aware that Magnus will eventually get super bored. He's going to get bored and I'm going to have to change it. Um, I was thinking maybe a doctor's office, um, but I don't know that I have, like, what it takes. I could do, like, a vet because we have a lot of stuffed animals. Um, like, car repair. You could put in a couple power wheels with some toys. Um, put them up on blocks or something. You know, they love to slide under those. 
um, a tool bench. That's fun as hell. Whatever. It's whatever. It's whatever they're into. Make a little area for them, but make it look as real as possible. Like something that you would touch. Um, oh, I'm sorry. If you hear Magnus is playing a tablet game in the background because mama never gets to be alone ever. Okay. Toy. Next toy. Mm, nothing. <laughs> nothing is my next toy. So everything and then nothing. Um, there were two or three days where I just like didn't even do anything. I don't even know what happened. I was tired as fuck. Um, whatever. Like it, it just be like that sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. They're not going to become criminals and serial killers because I took some days off. It's, it's fine. Love them. Be kind to them. Respect them as humans. When you talk to them, you know, like just be patient and then you're fucking crushing it. Think about the leg up you have as they have, I'm sorry, excuse me. Think about the leg up as people they have that you're giving them literally just by treating them with respect. I did not get treated with respect one day in my household. I, in fact, I spent the most of my life that I was growing up in different houses. I had fantastic aunts who let me hide there and be whoever I wanted to be there. And it was wonderful. And without them, I would be so lost because I was not treated with respect ever um so by doing this they know already what respect feels like i didn't know that till i was an adult um a healthy relationship has ups and downs so you're also showing them it's normal and okay to take some days off to take some time to to be alone um, whether to rest or reset or lay around like a depressed slump for two days watching Sister Sister just came out on Netflix. What? Um, it just be like that sometimes. It just be like that sometimes. It's fine. Take a day. Take two days. Take three. It doesn't matter. Because when you come back, you'll be rested and happy and they'll be getting what they deserve. So that's you and your attention. All right. Next toy, Magnus and I made a garden in the window. It was so cute. It had three cute ass little green onions and a clove of garlic that had started to sprout, you know, in the basket on the counter. Um, in our front yard, we have a ridiculous amount of moss. So I put that in there because I love moss and lichen so much. Um, I made it look cute as fuck. It was cute as fuck. Okay, expectation though. Um, we watered it together every morning for like three days. Uh, then it dried out and died. Normally in this situation, I would probably beat myself up about how I never follow through with anything or how I can never have what the images that I'm constantly ingesting tell me I need to have. You know, everything's so cute and perfect and clean. Um, I don't care. This time I've learned, or I should say I don't care this time because I've learned you don't owe that activity anything. Yeah. Taking care of something teaches responsibility. Great. Fantastic. Schedules are good. Yes. Great. Blah, blah. But also, the time that we spent together learning and exploring our world together, that was the point. That's it. That's all they want. That's what we get out of it. We talked about moss, how weird it is, how, the tall, how tall the onions were getting, how plants need water, sun, and nutrients, which... <sighs> 
No, they fucking don't. I hate you gardeners. Um, no, they don't. They need so much more, like nitrogen and phosphorus and blah, 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 blah. And they have to have half sun, half water. Blah. Anyway, um, shout out to all my green thumb gardeners out there because uh, mama doesn't have the skill. Okay? Anyway, parts, we talked about parts of the plants, dirt, uh, on and on. You get it. I think we even had like a couple little bugs in our dirt that we could poke around and look at. Um, that's it. You don't have to commit to a garden and, or just add some task to your to-do list. When it dies, um, okay, now it's done. First of all, I recommend that you talk about what happened. Why did the plant die? What does dead mean? That's a great time to talk about what dead means. Um, mm, hold on. Now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe not with plants because sometimes they look dead and they come back to life. And that can be confusing as fuck, so... I don't know. Maybe think about that one. Anyway. Um... See? You gotta switch it up sometimes. You always gotta be on your toes. Because some little kid will be like, oh my gosh, you brought it back to life. Can we bring grandma back to life? <laughs> now your fucking day is ruined. So, sorry. Maybe not do that. I don't know. Um... Choo -choo -choo. What could you have done to change the outcome is something you could ask them. My point is, don't expect them to give two shits about a garden or some other dumb activity that you thought was, oh my god, so cute. But to them is just now a task that you ha that they have to sit through. So remember that. Every time you come up with something, they're like, oh, fuck. What are we going to do now? Um, especially for those people who are controlling and organized and don't really understand when the kids go full chaos so um hashtag me sometimes so no judgment anyway um try to expect them to always forget everything they're clean slates and they have a lot on their a lot of their world to explore god i cannot talk today my bad y'all try to just help them see and then when it is over don't be sad or think that you have failed in any way yeah the plant died no it's not because you're a bad mom or too tired or any other reason it's because they leveled up their brains and they're off to explore the next set of information. On to the next thing. Great. Conquered it. Garden. Got it. Water. Sun. Nutrients. Got it. Next. Um, your job is uh, <laughs> it's to be tired as fuck all the time and fake excitement until you can steal a hug when it's calm. That's how I look at it. I'm just here to fake excitement and be part of everything and help guide you through stuff. Um. That's, that's why mama gets alone, you know, why mama needs alone time, um, which is not today since there's a baby over here playing with a tablet. Um, you're always going to be tired. You're always going to be kind of fulfilling this need for them. That's your job. Their job is to learn and to pick up stuff and touch it and smell it and see how it works. Um, the satisfaction that you feel will definitely grow over time. Um, you have to teach yourself to hang back and relax. Uh, and then you can finally see how beautiful and wild they really are. I love them. Um, but it wasn't until I calmed the fuck down. Hashtag Zoloft, please. Ugh, love it. Anyway, it wasn't until then that I really got to see them for who they were. The whole time I was trying to fit them in these little boxes and I was stressed out all the time. Um, but when I got rid of the boxes, weird. Uh, nothing was wrong with the kids. It was me. <laughs> Shocking. Anyway. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Next. Um, the next toy that we played with, um, was therapy putty. My husband had surgery and his doctor made him buy it. Um, and so it came with like a bunch of different ones. So we stole like the softest one. 
Um, and so I taught Magnus how to roll snakes out of putty. Um, I made the letter A, showed him how to use it to print different textures like uh, rocks and, you know, sticks, whatever. Um, we threw it down. Uh, we smushed it. We scraped it. You name it. So the expectation part of this is so very dear to my heart. Um, chaos. Expect chaos. They put it in their mouths. They mush it into stuff. They get it in their hair. Um, I thought it ruined one of my good outdoor chairs, so I was a little pissed off. Um, but it turns out it was fine. It came off. Um, but what are you going to do? It was my fault. Um, just whatever they can think of, they're going to do. And it's nothing that you have thought of. So expect that. Um, excuse me. I'm going to go turn his tablet down. Okay. Hopefully that um, silence will last all of five seconds. Okay. Um, now, putty, Play-Doh, slime, goo. Um, I want to add that I have friends who literally hate Play-Doh. They hate clay, putty, messy, sticky shit of any kind. Uh, okay, that's cool. It is cool. So I want you to know, if you hate it, do not do it. Who cares? If you really think that it is important, ask friends and family they can if they can do it when they're at their house. Seriously. I mean, Miss Katie is messy as fuck. I go all out. I have heard so many times, oh, we only do this at Miss Katie's house. Um, and something I want to address that's my least favorite is, oh, Miss Katie is more fun than mommy. No. Mm -mm. Nope. No one is cooler than mommy. Miss Katie's just a different person. Um, and I want to give you an example, okay? I am impatient and I do not wait around on kids. Miss Katie does not tolerate touching her body if it's hot at the zoo or any place really. Okay. My kids have to stay in the stroller until they're like six. I'm not about that freedom when we're out. I will get us efficiently from place to place. Then <laughs> and only then are you allowed to explore. So back to my point. If you're not a messy person, who cares? If you never are loose and wild, who the fuck cares? Everyone is unique. The only thing that is not unique at all is the way that your babies obsess over you. And they need you constantly. They want your love and guidance every second of the day. No adult has ever said, oh, I wish I had played with putty more. God, my parents are dicks. Uh, no. See? So just free yourself from what you think you should be doing. Shit, you really could just not yell at them when they make a mashed potato mountain and boom, you get to eat a meal in peace and you're being creative and free. So don't ever think that because you didn't do something, like some something, right now everything is about slime and so that's the easiest example. Slime is fun, yeah, great. And like I said, I love messes. Ew, not that much. Nobody likes slime that much. I haven't even bought it. This entire time it's been in the stores everywhere. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want glitter slime. That sounds terrible. So while all of that's happening... Oh, excuse me. Here comes Magnus. Okay, so just because um, everybody else is doing it does not mean that you have to. You don't have to do shit. You're in charge now. You're an adult. You don't have to do shit you don't want to do. You do, in my opinion, have to talk to them with respect and kindness. Um, but other than that, I mean, you don't have to play with fucking slime. You don't have to get blocks. You don't have to 
fucking go swimming ever. You don't have to do whatever you hate. Although, I mean, swimming is fun, so that was a bad example. (laughs) Everybody likes to go swimming, right? Anyways, okay. Next game. Or toy, I should say. But this is more of a game. What color do you like? Black? Cool. I like black, too. Mmm, that is black. (gasps) Look, that is black. Oh, that pot is black. My coffee is black. This is my favorite thing to do to distract a kid literally at any time. Are they talking too much at the store? Grabbing your pants when you talk to someone? Throwing rocks after you told them 400 times not to? Blindside those little buggers. Oh, can you find the color red? (gasps) You can! Yay! Now find green. Boom. Got him. Uh, expectation on this? Uh, just expect that when you get bored or they get bored to just quit. It's fine. Just let it end. You don't have to force it. Um, in fact, sometimes they don't even react to it because they're already too mad. That's fine. Try something else. It doesn't fucking matter. It literally doesn't matter. Just throw it out. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And next time they're bored, just ask them again. What color do you like? And they'll figure, they'll just bounce onto something else. It's really just a distraction technique to get their brains to stop thinking about what it is right then that's irritating you and make them switch to a different thing that you can mentally handle so that you can get through the day, get through the line at Costco, get through the grocery store, load up the cart, whatever it is that you're doing that they're irritating you. This is a great way to keep their minds busy. You can also do it with shapes. Um, That's an easy one, especially in a parking lot. Um, you can also play like, um, SUV car truck. Like, oh, what do you, what do you see there? (gasps) Can you find a truck? (gasps) Can you find an SUV now? Oh, what about a blue truck? Just send their little minds on a mission so that you can get through the task that you were trying to complete. It's really the most important part. Um, okay. Next game. You guys are going to love this. Okay. I set up a bad ass obstacle course. I was pouring sweat. It was so hot. I was super eager the entire time. I'm thinking, oh, hell yes. This is going to be amazing. Oh, and he will get physical therapy in. And he's learning to wait in line, follow instructions, how how sequencing works. And don't forget how he'll look back on his life and be like, oh, my God, my mom is so awesome. And we'll be best friends. And we'll hold hands. And he'll love me forever. You get it. So the expectation there, um, I waited 24 hours before I took it down. He never even looked in its direction one time. My husband went through it every time he passed it, as did everyone else, but not the baby. So, oh well, at least I tried. Now I know, well, well, gotta try something else. That, that just didn't work. Either way, I still feel good because I was at least trying. And that makes me feel good to give them all of those opportunities. At least, I mean, you know, whatever. I tried. Um, I recently told a teenager that you most regret the things that you don't do. You rarely look back on a chance that you took, regrettably. Even if you do regret it, the chance you took still had a positive outcome in that at least now you know that you don't do that <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is that you learned in the process. Um, maybe you learned that guys with tattoos who play guitar aren't the best boyfriends. You know, whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. They are the best boyfriends. Girl, you know they are. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 
My point is, you always learn. Every experience that you have, you've learned something. Okay, now, here is what I have been waiting for all month. Oh my gosh, Magnus is back. Okay, I have to breathe and not get mad because I keep getting interrupted constantly. (sighs) Okay, now, this is what I've really been waiting for. I'm super excited. These are my favorite go-to games. So I want to brag on myself here for a minute because I was a preschool teacher in, uh, oh my God, can you guys hear him singing? Oh my gosh. the soundtrack of my fucking life. I don't know if girls are as loud as boys, but Jesus, boys are so loud. Um, okay. So I was a preschool teacher once in what seems like another life. Um, anyway, my boss was the director of the preschool and she and I were talking one day about the long, painful trek between my house and my children's mom's house. The director of the preschool was shocked that we made the hall every Friday and Sunday. I said, oh, it's not that bad. We play these games, blah, blah, blah. And I explained her the rules of the games that I'm about to share with you. Um, This lady had a wall of degrees. Um, And when I was done explaining the games, she was completely blown away. I was so, I felt so cool. Um, She said these were incredible and could not believe that I was playing these games with a five, four, and one-year-old. I felt like a total badass. Um... I thought that I was just really keeping them from pissing me off Um, and not really being a teacher and helping them grow their little minds. So um, without further ado, and with Magnus in the background, here are Miss Katie's go-to professionally approved games for boredom busting. Ah, okay. Game. What doesn't belong? You can ask kids if they want to take turns or shout it out. Um, I usually did turns, and I I still do, because my kids' ages are so far that two kids usually just clobber the other ones, Um, especially because my two older two are so close to the same age, and they're so hella competitive um, that they will just take it to the next level. Um, Meanwhile, one of the other kids is crying. The other one can't keep up, and the last one just doesn't even know what the hell's going on. (laughs) He doesn't even know what we're doing. Um, So... I say something like umbrella, container, and wall. Um, The answer in this case would be the wall because it doesn't open. Um, For smaller kids, it'll be like a monkey, a bear, and a whale. Um, The answer would be whale because he lives in water. Now, the the expect part of this is so important. They come up with some, sometimes they come up with something you've never even considered. Let them explain their answer, and if it seems legit, accept it. This is a silly game. You don't have to be married to your answers. The point is to evaluate it, and if in the evaluation the kids came up with something new, accept it. Plus, always remember that they're watching. If you argue every little thing, they will too. And nobody, okay, maybe just me because I really fucking hate it. I hate people who argue semantics. Nobody likes them. It's annoying. Shut up. If you know what I'm talking about and you know what I mean, literally shut up. You guys, that was so real. I really hate it. (laughs) Okay. Game. Next game. Super easy. Alphabets. That's it. 
Uh, let the kids randomly pick a letter and go. That's it. Take turns shouting out all of the words you can think of that start with that letter. Go back and forth. Uh, literally as long as the kids want. Let it fizzle out. Do expect dirty words and bad words. Uh, you can handle it how you want to handle it. Uh, I giggle. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's probably not professionally recommended. Um, but sometimes those little bastards make a funny joke. Okay. Sometimes it's funny. Uh, I mean, what do you want? Anyway, uh, so do expect them to push your limits and boundaries. Um, so try to be aware of that and be ready to handle it. However, your family handles it. Um, game next game the habitat game just pick a random habitat uh like the desert um start the game with something like who lives in the desert uh randomly when the kids are fighting is when i usually do this just randomly just just losing their shits or just whatever just randomly throw it out there and then we just shout out the answers so if you picked habitat the desert snake gila monster um, you can, you can accept plants and animals. You can accept just animals. <laughs> it doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> the point is not these games as much as it is keeping their minds engaged and off of each other and you, because, uh, when everyone's bored, they tend to find someone to pick on. I find, um, I don't know about your family, but um, so keep their minds busy, keep their minds thinking. I love the habitat game, especially now that my children are so much older. Um, Olivia is very into biology and so she knows all these wonderful things. So now when we play this game or talk, she's teaching the young ones things that she learns. So it's really, it's really nice. Um, expect, um, okay, let's see, let's see what I put for expect. Cause I wrote this a while ago. Let's see what I got here. Uh, who lives in the desert? Keith. Oh, a snake. Me. Oh, yes, a snake. That's a good one. Kid number one. Oh, Gila monsters. Me. Oh, yes, that's a fantastic choice. Kid number two. I hate the desert. I would never live there because it's hot and I hate being hot and I also hate sand. <sighs> yeah. Now it's my, now me. Oh, yes. Sand can be terrible. I also don't like to be hot. Can you think of an animal that lives there, though? Kid number two. No, I hate this game. Me. Okay. No problem. You don't have to play. Can anyone else think of an animal that lives in the desert? If no one else can, fuck it. Quit. Who cares? You've been beaten. Quit. It literally doesn't matter. <laughs> because now you've done what you came to do and distract them from the original thing they were mad about. Um, expect that. Um... Just expect it. I I don't know what to tell you. Someone's going to ruin it. Um, and the, the more children you have, the greater the risk of someone ruining it is. Seven people are never in the history of days ever going to be all in a good mood on the same day. We're all different human beings. There's seven of us. Seven different people. So just when someone tries to ruin it, <laughs> I'm sorry. It feels like someone is trying to ruin it. Um, try to understand that they're feeling a different way and they can't seem to get it together because you know damn well you have days like that. So just try to be understanding of that because someone will always try to throw a, a wrench in the plan. Um, 
This is my favorite game. Mm, I loved this game. Liquid, solid, gas. Um, now they've added a state of matter, which is plasma. Um, so you can add that if your kids, like, know what that is. But mine will just pretty much just say the sun, and then we just fucking don't even know what else. Like, um, plasma? I, I don't know. Maybe Olivia. <laughs> Maybe Olivia or Gage will know, but not me. Um, so it's where I, um, first I explain what a liquid solid gas are. They, they get it. Then you just randomly shout out things like water, and they say liquid. Um, rocks solid you know here's the expectation part that's very important and i also in parentheses really want to apologize to you guys for the guys for the noise coming from the background he's really pissing me off and i'm really trying to ignore it and not get mad at the entire family for never letting me be alone so if you ever feel this way girl <laughs> i feel you because i'm so irritated right now okay expect for liquid solid gas. Fart. Fart is the best gas option. Stop being a stick in the mud. Fart. Second, this game is hella funny, but pretty short. I mean, we can do a lot of liquids and solids, but not many people know a lot of gases. So, um, Googling might ensue due to a fight, but whatever. Who gives a shit? You're teaching them stuff, so boom. Uh, these are things that I... Oh my gosh. Hold on, you guys. I'm literally going to explode. Oh my god, he just stopped. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I can handle this. I'm so sorry. Okay, I tried asking nicely. I tried coming up with a new activity. And I would like everyone to know that I eventually gave in and stuck a lollipop in his big, loud mouth. <laughs> so, so, solid parenting over here it's fine whatever okay what great okay thanks okay so here are some notes that i made um that i would like to say to past katie so if i could go back in time these are the things that i would say to myself you don't have to go out and try every idea that you hear about good ideas can still be good ideas but just for someone else they may not work in your life. It is still nice to take time to think, wow, that's cool. Or damn, girl, I'm so glad you're, ha you're happy and that you found something you dig. You, Pinterest is a wealth of knowledge and the worst thing that's ever been invented um, on the same, you know, on the other side of that coin. Because like I said, Oh, things you're not saying to your child. Oh, you definitely must have all of these. Montessori classroom setup must have. You don't have to do shit. That's it. All your kids want to do is play, be happy, and be loved, and nurtured, and cared for. That's it. So they don't need every single stupid thing that you see that you feel pressured to buy. Um, or to set up or whatever, just like my kitchen set over here. Um, and I, I don't know if I posted the pictures on Instagram yet, but I will. Um, so that you can see it ain't fancy. It's not fancy. Nothing I have is fancy. They play with trash and toys that, you know, are cheap and whatever. They're happy. They don't need, you know, this $300 block set just because it's all organic and has no dyes and all this other stuff in it. They're going to stack them and kick them down 
So you can spend $15 for them to do that, or you could spend $250 and get it delivered direct from Europe. It's on you, girl. But I'm telling you, you don't have to. And if any other mom or any other person comes in your house and tries to make you feel like it is not good enough, that person is not good enough. Just get rid of them. Don't need that shit. Bye. Okay. Next thing I want to say to young Katie, leave the babies alone. They are reflecting your behavior. Stay calm. Try to remember that they will never be this pure and beautiful ever again. Change your mind and you will change theirs. It is such a powerful thing. You're the problem. Man, old Katie was the problem. And I'm going to be honest with you, this last week, still, I was the problem. Still, I just can't get it together. Um, Even this podcast right now feels like it's not clicking like it usually does. I'm just having a hard time. That's fine. It's okay. It's all right. Um, Next week might be different. Tomorrow might be different. Tonight when Keith gets home from work, it might be different. Everything changes all the time. We just have to be able to understand that when it's not perfect, it may be again. Also, fuck, I mean... I'm sorry I even used the word perfect. I fucking hate that word. If everything's not going exactly how I want or if I'm not feeling like this wonderful, you know, children's TV host and I'm bouncing around and dancing and, and, and explaining directions in this fun, Miss Frizzle way, I'm not failing them. Um, they have that other me all the time. Uh, I am not just one thing. I'm a multi-dimensional human being. So... By being one, you're also allowing them to see that it's healthy to be one. You don't have to just follow this this one solid path. Um, so tr- just leave them alone. If you don't have to yell or raise your voice, try not to. Um, I, I, I yell. I mean, for sure. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do that like, come on. <laughs> come on. Okay. Yes. It's time to go. Oh, yes, good job. But now it's time to come down. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Yeah, no more jumping. No, it's time to come. It's time to come down. Yes, no, I, I see that you're jumping. It's time to come down. Magnus Van, I will get up in that bounce house and I will pull you out. Okay? Boom. Here comes Magnus. <laughs> so I'm not perfect. It's not always, you know, some perfect little preschool either. So remember, it's fine. It's okay. Just when you yell... Use their middle name. Don't call them, you know, a name. Try not to call them names. I, um, anyways, <laughs> we're not going to let that closet overflow either because I was called a lot of names. Um, okay, so here are some things that did not go well as far as, um, you know, since we last did the podcast. I tried to listen to music on a car trip. Magnus interrupted every single song. Even at one point I said, <laughs> okay, um done why don't you go night night um I was violently angry (laughs) it was very annoying um I did think a lot of horrible things I tried for two hours to um rest in the front seat because I was just not feeling it um Keith was driving so it was my only chance to chill um and it was the only chance I was gonna have for two seconds to my fucking self uh what did I do Mm, nothing I just lost time it was shitty I went without rest and I was frustrated. It was the worst way to end my break and get back to work, but I had to. 
Uh, sometimes it just be like that. It's it. It's work. It's not about you right now. Maybe you'll get lucky later. Uh, time is important and it's so fleeting. So just breathe it out. Um, this entire podcast, uh, Magnus pissed me off. I was at a level of like irritation, seven out of 10. So what? I, what am I going to do? Nothing. He's two. He has no idea what I'm doing. Why the hell should this be important to him? It's not. Of course it's not. Um, he doesn't even, why am I talking on my phone and nobody's talking back? You know, all of it. What? That's dumb. Mom, obviously that's stupid. What you're doing, please talk to me. So try to remember you will have your time. Um, I notice that when I fight it, I get very frustrated, but when I give in and I let the chaos take me over, it usually only lasts for a short time. Um, and then I can fulfill the kids needs and then they'll go away. Um, but it's like, you know, you can't keep pushing them off, pushing them off, pushing them off. They just want it more and more and more and more and more. They're just going to keep coming. They're just going to keep coming. But if you shut down everything you're doing, go over there, give them the attention that they need and deserve. You'll feel good. Number one, which is the most important. It's always the most important. If you feel good and feel like you are doing the parenting that you want to be doing, you feel great. They feel great. They got good parenting. Your husband feels great because everyone's happy. Um, or I should say your significant other. It doesn't matter. In this case, my husband. Because if I'm happy, he's happy. If I'm bitchy, he's bitchy. It's just how it works. Um, so when you take the time to do it right, you don't have to do it a bunch of times. Um, so that's the most important thing I think that I'm trying to get to. Um, I want to end by saying that I want to shout out to Tiffany in Indiana. I want to shout out to Jessica in San Diego. I want to shout out to Kelly in Virginia. I have thought of each one of you every, you know, or a couple of days this week or whatever days you've been on my mind. Um, and I appreciate you. And, um, one of you is having a very hard time right now. Some weird parenting things came up that, oh my God, I didn't even know were possible. And I don't even know how you're dealing, but God damn it. You pulled your head out. You stood brave and you made a choice that was very difficult for the safety of your kid. Um, and I'm proud of you. And if anyone else has been completely blindsided this past couple of weeks, girl, it's fucking real. It's so real. It's so real. They're these little beautiful geniuses and they are gonna get their little asses into some trouble. It's your job to say, okay, well, the trouble has already been gotten. Uh, we can't do anything about that now. All decisions that led here were bad. How are we going to move forward from this particular point? Um, and so I am very proud of you for doing that. Um, sometimes I don't think I have what it takes to do that. So always know that if at the end of the day, if you lie down at night and know that what you're doing is what you think is right. That's it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. You just have to keep them safe. <laughs> but golly, they do not have to be happy. And that's okay too. You can be mad. I don't give a shit. You're going to be mad, but you're going to be safe uh, and alive. So, haha, suck it. Don't even care. Haha. <laughs>
I actually said, I think I said that to Magnus earlier today. He tried to like play with the window. Um, and I was like, dude, you're going to fall out the window. That's super dangerous. Get away from the window. I've already talked to him about it for like three days in a row. So I walked over, pulled him away from the window, closed the window, told him no more window. Um, he's two. He has no idea. But he started screaming at me and I was like, cool, whatever. You're going to be mad, but you're not going to be dead. Don't care. Um, so try, try to remember that because you know what's right. Don't let those beautiful little doe eyes suck you into something. Um, so stand tall, stand proud. I love you all. I know that right now, um, I don't even fucking want to, but, um, some things are happening everywhere and it's very scary for kids, but more importantly, it's very scary for you. Um, it's scary for me. I keep pretending everything's fine and everyone is stupid and it shouldn't bother me, but it does. Um, and it's really hard to watch grown adults, um, acting in ways that I don't allow my children to. So try to take this time for yourself. Try to make time for yourself. Um, I have a two-year-old, so I don't remember what time to myself looks like. Um, but I do get to take a shower alone every day. So I am thankful that I get to do that. Um, so it's the small things. <laughs> and the other day, actually the other day, I got to take a full shower. I shaved my legs. I plucked my eyebrows. I plucked the, the hair on my big toe. <laughs> Whatever you got to do when the door is closed, you do it. But remember that it's, it's all going to be over. And they'll be off. And they'll be adults. Uh, and I don't ever want to think back on anything that I should have done or could have done. I want it to be all messy, all real, and all work, um, because I'm proud of them and they're beautiful. And if they become anything less than happy, well-adjusted adults, my job will not be done. Um, and so I want to make sure that that is the main goal. I think I'm just rambling on now. You guys, did I tell you I had a bad week? It's been weird. <laughs> So I need this, I think, as much. Um, I think I need this more than anyone else, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I needed to touch humanity and some sisterhood and reconnect with the purpose of everything. And the purpose of everything is to directly help people in a way that's manageable and that... Um, is attainable. And so I can't save the world. Um, I can't become president. I can't close down the entire United States government and redo it. Um, I can't do any of those things, but I hope I can make you feel happy and I can make you take a, just a second to look at those beautiful little vines growing all over the place. So that's what I'm doing this week. Uh, I cannot wait until Election is over, so I don't have to hear anyone talk about anything ever again. Everyone shut the fuck up. Okay, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> okay, I love you. Please reach out to me. Um, I'm bored in the house, too. I also get frustrated, so I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear, um, actually, uh, two people this week. Oh, three people have told me ways that they have changed their parenting because of something I said. Um, and that really did that, that, that you guys will never know what that means. So, um, I love you. I care about you so freaking much. And again, I'm going to put links to, or a link to that, um, Twitter account, 
um, in the description of this podcast so that you can get all that free stuff because um, homeschooling can be very overwhelming. Um, and I just want you to know, mm, it really doesn't have to be. It's it's pretty easy. Um, you just have to muddle through all the bullshit everybody's trying to sell you. Um, and you know what? I want to make it to where you don't have to. I'll do it for you. So mm, I'll post it. I'll do it all the work because I don't mind. Um, and I know that you contribute in other ways. So I love you. Kiss your babies. Hug your babies. Oh, Magnus said don't. I guess don't hug them then. You No hugs? Do you want a hug? No. Oh, okay. No hugs. All right. I love you. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Katie, and you're listening to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Okay, so I'm getting a lot of texts, and the consensus around is that everyone is having a stressful day, Um, so we're just going to pretend it's not happening, and I wanted to share a new game with you that I invented yesterday, and I think that could add a lot to your lives. So... Um, I invented a new game. I have a die from the game's categories. I think I've talked about it here before. I love it so much. It has most of the letters on it, and it's missing Q, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z, which I really don't give a shit about because that just keeps everyone from having a meltdown anyway because those are hard. Um, rules. One person is the roller, and one person is the writer. The roller is in charge of rolling the die. They roll and announce the letter. So, for example, on the first roll, we got an O. So then each person gets a turn to come up with a word that starts with the letter that was rolled. For example, on the first roll, we get an O. Each person says a word. Hank said onomatopoeia, and I said ocular. Um, Then the writer, who was me, writes them down on a piece of paper. We made a little chart with a column, Hank and Katie. Hank wrote, or I wrote onomatopoeia for Hank, and I wrote ocular for me. Then you keep going, right? So when you get bored, or when you reach a point that you and the other players agreed upon, you can tally up the score. Um, For example, like you might want to just like agree on 10 words at first to kind of see if the kids even like the game. Um, Hank and I didn't. We just randomly kept doing it until Magnus interrupted and ruined it or we got bored or whatever. Um, So how to score it is each letter is worth one point. Whoever gets the most points wins. Um, So um, since Hank got the idea right away, as you can see, because he wrote onomatopoeia, so... Um, I think he got 148 points and I got 126, I want to say. Um, doesn't matter. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's it. You're doing vocabulary. You're doing thinking on the fly. You're doing spelling because <laughs> I had to check the spelling because I don't know how to fucking spell. <laughs> I know why, but it's a story for another day. Um, so bonus. This is math with higher numbers for younger kids. Bonus. The writer has to look up words to learn how to spell them and verify they are in fact words. Um, which Hank came up with 
a weird word I had never heard before. Um, and I thought he was full of shit and I looked it up and, um, it wasn't the use he thought it was, but it was in fact a word. So you're learning every, every activity you do is learning something new. It's really fucking great. Um, (laughs) another bonus, you guys can switch places every once in a while and then they're getting writing practice. Um, another bonus, I mean, just, it's a gift that keeps on giving. I really feel like a badass for making this up just so everyone fucking knows. <laughs> okay. Um, you can use anything that has the alphabet on it. I don't really give a fuck. Like, that's the best part about staying at home or playing with your kids. You don't really need shit. Uh, you just have to do it. So don't buy anything. You can use the foam letters for the bathtub that have the alphabet. Um, you could put them in a basket and have kids randomly pick. You could use building blocks with the alphabet. You can laminate letters that you cut out of magazines so that they're all different. Um, You can get a random letter generator app on your phone. Scrabble. You could write the fucking alphabet on rocks. I don't give a shit. Like, it's literally endless possibilities. All you have to do is be willing to play and learn. Um, If you have a baby... um, Eh, but you can make up um, like a whole different game. You can just shout out words. Like, um, so I'll just roll the dice and be like, oh, B, B is for bubbles. Yay. And then roll it again and be like, C, C is for county. Yay. You know, just whatever the fuck you want. You're teaching them vocabulary words. It's whatever you want. Um, Expectations. Okay. Expect them to hate the idea, but make them do it. So um, Hank bitched and pissed and moaned the entire time. And then once we started playing, he not only got excited and wanted to beat my ass, but he kept asking, can we play again? Um, So that's great. It's good. You just want to be playing with them in some kind of fucking way. It doesn't even matter. You just want to engage with them back to back. It's good for you both. Um, Just keep it. My recommendation is keep it as low on the scale of competitiveness as you possibly can. It's not about winning, although, I mean, (laughs) everything's about winning, obviously, especially if you have children, they want to kick your ass, but, uh, and you can use it and manipulate it, whatever, you know, it, your life is your Play-Doh. You can make it however you want, man, do whatever it is that you want. But I thought that was a fun game and it, um, actually turned out to be pretty fun now. I wrote a bunch of notes here and I am not, I haven't edited them to kind of give to you, but today is such a fucking day that I really wanted to just crank this shit out so you guys have something else to to listen to. So let's dive into my notes and uh, we'll make fun of me if I fuck it up. Okay. Um, Think about humans as a whole. Think about what they were allowed to accomplish when they could follow their interests and learn on their own. Before we had the structure of schooling, before we forced them to sit and obey, people were able to follow their interests as far as they were capable. Some were stupid as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's always. But some humans were able to engineer the pyramids, coliseums, towers, tunnels, homes in the side of mountains. Galileo looked up at this night sky and was able to use the knowledge that humans before him had gathered and built upon that by allowing himself to wonder and hypothesize. Some taught us how the human body works. And you know how they did it, y'all? 
fucking gross. Gross. They stole corpses. They fucking black market bought them. They murdered people to get them. But now we know how the human body works. Some figured out the answers to questions that other humans didn't even think to ask. Where there lies no boundaries, we can explore as far as we allow ourselves. Now, with that in mind, allow your children to think for themselves. You can't think and wonder while you're being yelled at and attacked. You can't think when you're trying so hard to fit into a box that was not shaped for you. My husband always complains about this generation having everything so customized. I love it. I say you do you, boo. Mm, Get it. Only by being you can you grow and touch and learn the way that your brain is specifically wired. So, uh, girl, I could go on for that with that for days, but let's keep going because I think I get somewhere. Okay. I had a dear friend in town this weekend. She helps me more than she will ever know. I was nagging about someone and she replied, nah, he's cool. And by this simple disagreement with my statement in a positive way, she was able to lead me to a realization later on in in the day. I came downstairs to talk to Keith and we were hanging out and talking, blah, 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 whatever. And I said something about Hank, bitchy. I bitched about Hank some way. Uh, Keith disagreed and countered with a disagreement in a positive way. He was like, no, I think he's fine. I, I think that, you know, he doesn't do that. I think if you sat up there and watched, you'd find out it's really not that much. And I just thought, huh, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe he is doing fine. Why did I immediately nag him for no reason? Then Keith started talking about another topic and I immediately nagged him for no reason. When Keith asked me what was wrong because I was totally thinking about this and not listening to what he was talking about anymore, (laughs) whoops, (laughs) I replied with just noticing my nag level. I nagged Hank for no reason earlier, and now I just nagged you, to which he obviously replied, uh, yeah, which is a whole nother fucking, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you're being a bitch, settle down. Um, you should always have to hear that, right? Yeah. Settle down. So now it's time for I do do that. I notice I don't give Keith or the kids the benefit of the doubt. This results in me thinking that I know better. I talk too much and then inevitably I find out that I was wrong. Now, mm, I happen to know where this tendency comes from, but again, story for another day. Point is, Just because you know how they like their pancakes, what time they get whiny, how they love to snuggle in that special way, that they're terrible at wiping their ass, that doesn't mean you know what they're thinking or feeling. And that is my number one mistake every time. I'm always for exploration. Get dirty. Yell out the car window. Live your life, baby. But... I also hold everyone back with my fears and the imaginary limits that I put on my family. I get caught up in only seeing their perceived flaws or more clearly just what, just what irritates me about them (laughs) that I forget. I can also be a negative obstacle to them and myself. So now 
on to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stop talking. Listen, I'm 33 years old and I'm trying desperately to learn this skill, which brings it back to my smart, beautiful friend who also said that in her opinion, one of the biggest mistakes people are making is not being able to politely disagree with someone. She blew my mind with that observation. It's so simple, but so dead on. It is something that I allow to others, like my friends or strangers. But do I lend the same courtesy to the people who I respect the most? <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I don't. It's less than I should. Um, so, when it comes to your family and your kids, start to think, damn, they are cool. And pay attention to what they are talking about. What they are saying to you. And <laughs> ding, 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 very important. Not what you hear or what you think about what they're saying. Shut the fuck up and listen to what they're talking about. Um, This is uh, <laughs> number one problemo over here with uh, talkity talk talks too much. Um, So on to my next correction of myself. Okay, this is what I'm trying to do. To fix this because um also my other beautiful from my beautiful friend again started to call me out and she kept saying now is not the time katie now is not the time and she's fucking right and i was so thankful for someone to tell me that because my family is always trying to be polite or respectful blah 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 you know plus i'm <laughs> a little bit psycho so you don't want to push me don't too much <laughs> i'm not on zola for the fun of it okay you know what i'm saying so it was so nice to have someone that was honest just tell me, what are you doing? You're wasting everybody's time right now. Shut up. Um, that's not what she said. But you know what I mean? That's what I needed to hear. That's what I needed to tell myself. Shut up. Okay. So on to the next way that I've been correcting myself. I say no too much. Way too much. I say no, stop, quit, put it down. <sighs> now, back to what I've always thought. Kids are better than us. Um, and just another example of how children are smarter than us, the baby started to yell, stop, or, or, I mean, I'm sorry, that he yelled, stop sign, stop sign, and puts his hand up, which slowly turned into stop, which slowly turned into pause. Um, and I love it. I love it. It's adorable. And I took the opportunity to follow this lead. So lately I've just been saying, pause. I need a minute to think. Or when I need to listen to one kid and everyone else is talking, it works like a fucking charm. It works like a fucking charm. And if you're going to tell me that any of your kids don't know what the word pause means, <laughs> wow, you're doing way better than me because my shits are, they're plugged in sometimes. They know what pause means. <laughs> you have to pause it to eat dinner. Come on. Um, so I have also learned a new phrase that I would like to add besides pause. Um, and back to that kind of because I didn't elaborate here in my notes. Um, but uh, it can replace all of those things. So just start saying pause. Just pause for yourself. It's really good for me to be like, the world is spinning out of control. I don't know what's going on. And then just hit, just say pause to yourself. Um, and then plant your feet flat on the ground. And take a deep breath. And look, look, look around. <laughs> I made that up this week too. Um, 
I've been having a nice week, but and we'll we'll come back to that. But it's for you. It's for you. And then by putting yourself first, like always, the example that you're now setting reverberates throughout the house. So now the baby has started to take deep breaths and yell pause and put himself there. It's very cute because he just goes, (gasps) I'm very mad at you. (sighs) And that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. You can be mad, baby. Mommy's always mad at me, baby. It's, hey, hey, I got it. So, again, just pause. Just close your eyes. Just pretend nothing is happening. Bring yourself back. Take a deep breath and let it go. And just turn around and then take it one step at a time. One kid at a time. One problem at a time. One story at a time. Just be very clear and say, I need a minute. Which brings me down here. So Magnus's physical therapist, who's the fucking best, told me to start saying, I need, instead of do this or do that. Please don't. Please stop talking to me. Or the worst, <laughs> shut up. <sighs> Which I have been very guilty of and I am very ashamed of it. But <laughs> I never said I was perfect. I'm totally fucked up. Uh, it worked instantly. By the way, as soon as I started, I said, Hank, I need you to give me a minute so that I can handle this first. Boom. He just said, oh, okay. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I got nothing to say about it because damn girl. Awesome. Um, Kids have a need to be helpful. You've already programmed, it's already programmed into them. We've already, we, we've talked about it and talked about it and we're going to talk about it again. They just want to help you. They just want you to love them. So, um, they love to help. And this phrase really utilizes this need and helps everyone. Love it. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Also, um, when they ask me for something, I'm trying to tell them where it is. Instead of jumping up and fetching it. So this is another one of those things that I'm personally working on. I will get you anything. Mama loves you. Oh, you need some candy. Oh, you need some this. Oh, I'll run around. I'll get you whatever it is. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, <laughs> terrible idea. <laughs> I just want everyone to be happy all the time. Um, so instead of just going to get it, I've been saying, oh, so, um, for example, which is the main glaring example in my house is that Magnus goes, mom, can I have some water? And I'll fetch him some water every single time. Um, and so I've lately been saying, oh yes, of course your water is in your room and he'll go get it. Or, oh yes, of course your water is on the table. He'll go get it. So, um, that's just one tiny little way that I've been trying to, but if there is a, um, I I mean, I really recommend it because, again, I spend so much of my day just, like, running around like an octopus person doing stuff. Um, I don't have to. You know, they they have arms and feet. So, um, yeah, make them do it. (laughs) It's going to be, like, all of your day, though, and they take forever, and they can't find anything. Oh, my God. But... Mm, you got to. Sorry. Hang in there, friend. It's really frustrating. But, you know, uh, Zoloft or weed or wine or do what you got to do, baby. Okay. So, now a fun one. Because 
oh, I just want to do it. I made this up, and I'm really proud of it because alligators are my favorite animal, okay? Alligator, alligator, chomp, chomp, chomp. Alligator, alligator lives in the swamp. Alligator, alligator likes to eat. Alligator, alligator only meat. Yeah, boy, Jacksonville. I love it. I made that up for Magnus, and I'm I'm pretty proud of it. Also, um, I recommend any animal. So whatever your kid's animal is, um, I can I can only ever think of, um, this little girl that we know had a had a penguin and a panda, and she used to have them all the time. And so that's what's coming to mind. But whatever your animal is, make up a little rhyme for a man. Get that shit going. Teach him some stuff. You don't again. You don't need anything. All you need is a fun attitude and some rhyming words. So just remember that any opportunity is an opportunity for play. Um, and it doesn't have to be good. I mean, Shel Silverstein didn't write that fucking poem I just wrote. I did. It was dumb. It was, it was some shit I made up because alligators are my favorite. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to grade your work, baby. You do you. Do it. Um, oh. Now we're going to talk about something super fun. Um, you don't need to take them to zoos, museums, all that stuff. You know, since Corona, everything's either shut down or when you do go, the kids bitch at you because they don't want to wear a mask or whatever. I'm so sure that whatever set of problems that you have going on are very real right now. Um, so <laughs> in Katie fashion, I don't do it because if it seems hard, fuck it. We're not going. Um, so we wander around the yard all the time. I just let Magnus touch some shit, pick it up, collect it. What color is it? What shape is it? What does it feel like? Sometimes he licks it. And I'm like, okay, was that good? And he will almost assuredly say no, because it's not. Um, and then I'll say, oh, wow, you're going to lick it again? And he'll say, no. Um. So those are the things. Don't tell them what to do. Let them, what the fuck do you care if he tastes dirt? I mean, really, that's gross. We all found out dirt is gross. Don't put it in your fucking mouth because it's awful and it'll be in there all day. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I did it all the time or anything. Anyway, moving on. Um, so we caught a salamander. Um, and Hank was fighting it the entire time about being outside and being bitchy and whining about school and blah 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 whatever it, it, whatever they're always fighting they always hate everything it's fine it doesn't fucking matter just ignore it and they'll get on you're the conductor of the train you are the cruise director if you're having fun eventually they'll be like well, i want to see it what, what what is it um so don't let them dictate necessarily the activities by their attitude you do you um and so we caught a salamander and I was like oh my god it's so fucking red awesome let's um make it science this is me by the way let's make it science we can measure it we can I said um there's a quote who from the guy I think it's from Mythbusters, but one of the Mythbusters guys but anyways he says the only difference between science and fun is recording your answers which is fantastic. So then I 
gave this quote to Hank, just like I gave it to you. And I was like, see, so if we write it down, it's also work and science. To which he replied, I don't know, something negative for like 15 minutes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. So then I had to say, all right, dude. Uh, so we can do this. It could be fun. Or if you can't do this and have fun, we can go do some other science from a book. You know, it's up to you. Whatever. It might have a lot more writing. To which he, you know, eventually gave in because obviously don't know, nobody wants to go fucking up into the classroom and write nonstop. So shut up and do this. Anyway, we get the salamander. We pull it out. I was super irritated the entire time. I had to breathe multiple times not to scream in his face. It's fine. What are you going to do? Who cares? Get it together. You're an adult. So I breathe, close my eyes, think and breathe, and then restart. We recorded its length, its color. I don't even remember right now. Blah, blah, blah. You feel me. So he had a great time. And then he talked about it for the whole rest of the day. How fucking great it was. Yeah, dumbass. I knew it was going to be great. But that's the point. You have to keep it together. You are in control. Also, TV, not great, right? We all know that it's propaganda, blah, blah, blah. But you can use that propaganda for your benefit. You can use it to your advantage. It's a tool, just like everything else. You can create your own environment. So, hold on, girl. I just, oh, I just lost what I was fucking doing. And I closed my fucking notes. Oh, my God. Get it together. Um, and by this, I mean, so when people start acting like this in my house, I immediately turn on, like, for the next couple of days, I only put on, like, PBS. Um, and so... After this little fiasco and like whatever, we only watched Wild Kratts and, um, well, the baby watches Daniel Tiger, but that's a whole nother, that's how I manipulate him a different way because he had started watching Paw Patrol, which is very annoying um, to me. And uh, he found it on his own. I tried so desperately, but anyways... Um, but when you take control of the lead and you give them the good information that you want them to have, when you give them that, then all of a sudden, you know, the following next couple of days, not only did we have a hands-on experience with recording, um, biological data, <laughs> I'm going to make it sound fancier than it is, and, um, watching Wildcrats and whatever, Hank was able to be like, oh yeah, cool, Let's go, let's leave the animal free and in the wild and let's record the, you know, data and blah, blah, blah. So when you use these kind of, when you can use media to your advantage and get the good stuff in that you want them to absorb instead of just letting them have their own way and just ingest all kinds of ridiculousness, you really can kind of manipulate and structure their lives in the direction that you want. So don't always discount everything. Learn about it, learn how to use it, and kind of direct everybody um, in the direction that you want. Uh, and, and back to Magnus, he was acting like a jerk and being weird. Um, and then I put on Daniel Tiger for two days and he was back to being polite and kind. So just just know that there are certain tools that you can use. You're in control. 
Um, just like when you see like a slutty little girl and she's like 14 and your first answer is, who buys her those clothes? Okay, same thing. Who's putting the TV on? Who's playing the games? Like, what are you doing? Pay attention. Um, and I'm not picking on, <laughs> I'm picking on myself. <laughs> I, I had to get it together. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm going to kind of leave off the rest of this and maybe I'll do another episode later because now, um, I want to talk about that in particular for anyone who needs to hear it. Um, it was dark over here. It was a depressive state. Um, in my mind, nothing was going right. I was feeling a little lost and blah, blah, blah. And once again, um, because you think I'd learn, but I, I do not. I had to go phone free. Um, and today of all days, um, the day after election day, and we still don't know who wins. I cannot stress to you enough that I will go phone silent. So um, nine to four are work hours. I had to institute those work hours again. Um, I'm on the phone right now, which whatever, I don't even fucking care. Um, you are in charge of this, but what I really mean by that is I text a friend or whatever. Um, if I, if I have a thought and I, I want someone to know I'm thinking about them or something pleasant, I will text them and I will wait for their response. That's fine. But I mean, I don't get on Instagram. I don't get on Pinterest. I don't, oh God, that's only if I want to look at art to print out because that place makes you think that you're a bad fucking person. You're not. Um, Facebook, no, um, anything. Uh, Reddit is a real deep hole for me. Y'all know I love me some Reddit. Oh, get off of it. In all of that time that you are wasting online, you could be sitting there bored with your kids coming up with ways to keep you not bored. Um, and in, in resetting my mind, I was a, like, I made like a fucking fishing pole out of a stick, a vine and a leaf. That was fun. Um, we threw rocks, we counted rocks. We, I don't know, God, I don't know, whatever I'm doing minute to minute because I really am just trying to, you know, not fall asleep half the time or get mad. And I know (laughs) you feel me. So, but my point is the amount of time that you waste looking at what everyone else is doing drives you insane it drives me slowly insane slowly I thought I start to think I'm not skinny enough well guess what I could have been fucking working out the three hours I was just fucking around online or slowly I think I'm not good enough or that I'm not making everything cute enough well guess what in those two hours that I was wasting I could have been cleaning my fucking house but I wasn't I was just fucking around online um and this is all a personal struggle for me and Again, like I said, even though I know what the answer is, I still can't stop because media, because every, everything on our phones is such a huge part of our lives, um, that it slowly creeps back in. You slowly feel like you need to have it, but you don't. Um, and you want your children, get off the video games, get off on it. Man, you know that like once four o'clock comes around and I'm done with making dinner or five o'clock or whatever time it is, (laughs) we eat pretty early because we're like fucking old people over here, y'all. I start dinner at three o'clock. Bitches get hungry, okay? We need food. But 
I've been, I'm going to plug my ass in and sit down in front of the TV or do whatever the fuck I want. Cause I've been working all day. Duh. And it's fine. Get off your kids, man. Also, the only time that they can play with their friends is online. Um, so just kind of give them a break, but also they don't know how to be bored because you don't know how to be bored. Katie, I'm talking to you, girl. Um, so, oh, this seems like a lot of bitching, I feel like, but what I'm trying to tell you is I pulled myself back up out of it and I know that you can too. I know you can just turn that shit off, turn that shit off. If you don't see it, you don't think you need it. Just like how, you know, since quarantine, I haven't gone to Target. Weird. How all of a sudden I feel like I don't need anything else and I can just make my own shit. Do you know what I mean? So every time I walk in there, I'm like, oh, God, oh, I need that. So cute. I don't need it. My kids don't need it. We didn't even know it existed until I just walked in that fucking door. So turn it off. Turn it off. Listen to your kids. They're funny. They're clever. They're cute. They're copying you. So if they're being a dick, oh, God damn. I hate when I hear my kids say something I say and it sounds so fucking awful. And I'm just like, ah. Um, yeah, I think we've all been there. Okay. Uh, my point is during this time when I say, be safe out there, be healthy out there, calm down. What I really mean is just turn it all off. Turn it all off. Let yourself a big fat joint and sit outside and just watch birds talk to each other. There's so much going on around us that we miss every single day. And it's beautiful. And show your kids because it's free entertainment. You seem like a great mom. Yeah, I know you have to pee and you're hungry and you're done with this fucking whining. But it doesn't matter. There's more important things going on around you. Your children are learning to become humans. How do you want them to be? So, um, now. Now on to some very serious, um, um, you know what? Look, look. All right, ready? I closed my computer. Shit's about to get real. This is no notes. If you are out there and you are having a hard time, number one, you're a person. I already know because shit is hard right now. Do whatever you need to do. Being a parent is fucking bananas. Being a married partner in a relationship. I don't even give a fuck if y'all are married. If y'all live together. Shit is fucking bananas. It's super hard. But I want to bring us back real quick to all of the generations of women and men before us. They were all alcoholics. They all had speed for a little while. They were doing cocaine for a long time. Martinis in the middle of the afternoon, smoking, ignoring their kids, sending them outside and shutting the door, whatever. So this perfect idea of parenting that has come up in the last decade or so is fucking ridiculous. It's totally stupid. This job, being a parent, being a husband, being a wife, being a partner, has ruined many a good person. 
Okay? You've seen it. Some of you have terrible parents that are fucking a goddamn mess because they couldn't hack it. You can. And the only way you can is by accepting that fact and letting everything else go and finding what makes you happy. So on the reel over here, this is confession time. I'm so fucking stoned half the time. You want to know why? Because my kids are boring as fuck. Their stories are dumb and they take forever to tell. I'm impatient. I'm totally bananas insane because other people fucking just, whoa, the examples. Just don't even fucking open that door. We're just going to put a lock in it. Bing, bing. To the point where I went to my doctor because I was making myself ill. Okay? Then she gave me weed. (laughs) Thank you. And Zoloft. Thank you. Um, so the weed makes me vomit. So I went back to her and I said, Hey, the weed makes me vomit. I'm like literally over drugging myself to get through the fucking day so much that it's ruining my fucking body. And she was like, "Mm, okay, here's some vomit medicine. And I don't, I'm not going to tell you the rest of our conversation because it's private and you really don't need to know. But my point is It's on the real, dude. It's on the real. You've got to do what you've got to do. I don't give a fuck. So there's no judgment whatsoever. I mean, don't get so drunk that you're vomiting on the fucking couch in the living room and you're a useless person. But if you've got to get a little bit of buzz to get through those 10 stories about Minecraft, Fortnite, or some other bullshit you do not care about and you cannot follow, do it. I don't care. And I saw... It really got me thinking because I saw this mom kind of bashing people on TikTok, which is, again, when I was on the internet and getting angry at people, get off that shit. But anyway, she was like, I'm so sick and tired of everyone normalizing drug problems and blah, 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 and alcoholism. This is not acceptable, bitch. Yes, it is. Stop worrying about everybody else. It's not acceptable. We're not even, this isn't normalizing a drug problem. Also, um, by the way, every generation before us had a fucking drug problem. Every single one. Every single one. So do some research. Okay? Just fucking look back in history. And the ones, the one that I would say didn't, they're broken. So, fucking nuts. Because it breaks a person. Because you can't be everything to everyone and be something to yourself. Take that pressure off of yourself. Sit in a lawn chair and clear your mind. And let your kids sore fight with sticks. Bring it down to simple. Simple, simple, simple. Especially right now. So I I ran into the neighbor the other day and he was like, Dude, I've been day drinking really bad. And he was like ashamed of it. And I was like, bitch, I'm stoned every here, over here every day, all day. And he just busted out laughing. But, and he, you know, lightened up a little and then told me his feelings. Um, which is random because, cool. I love it. But that's what happens. That's the power of humility. That's the power of saying, I can't fucking do this either, dude. This shit is ridiculous. Uh, give it to someone Give it to your husband. Give it to your wife. Give it to your kids. Be honest. I tell my kids over here all the time, every time I don't kick their ass or something and they do something stupid and they know it and they look at me, I say like, thanks Zoloft. (laughs) You did not get an ass whooping just then because I'm on Zoloft. Be open about it. This is not, 
nobody can do it right. And everybody can at the same time. It's one of those things. There's no measurement. There's no anything. I think I'm wandering right now, you guys. I totally... Is what I'm doing helping? <laughs> I just, is what I'm doing helping? I want you to know there are no rules. There are no guidelines. Everyone is doing it right. Everyone is doing it wrong. Everyone is doing just a medium job and they're just getting through. But the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to just sit down. I just burp hiccuped. I don't even know what the fuck that was. I really hope y'all, y'all heard that. Um, the most important thing you can do, just fucking be with them. Just be with them. They're going to go. Your kids are going to go. Your husband's not going to be there forever. Your wife's not going to be there forever. Especially if you keep acting like a dumb bitch and nagging them all the time. Just be you. Turn off. Unplug. Who the fuck cares? Doesn't matter who wins the presidential election. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to have Raisin Bran Crunch and coffee. And I'm going to get bitched at, pissed at, pissed on, pissed at, pissed on. (laughs) You know, I'm going to get something. I'm going to get hit by something that I didn't know was coming. The kids are going to laugh when I'm mad. The days they will just keep going on. Everything will be okay. As long as you do what's right for you. And your kids, yourself, and your partner, and the people that you love. Don't be afraid to reach out to people that you know are having a hard time and say, Hey, I love you. You're my friend. Allison, I love you. You're my friend. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, two months from now, you'll be over here smoking dope. Don't worry about it, baby. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything will be fine. You are beautiful and strong, all of you. This isn't just for Allison, although, what's up, Allison? Hey. Um... You are capable. You're capable of one thing. You have control over one thing. And that is your children's well-being and the environment in which they are allowed to grow and learn. It's your house, your domain. You control the environment. Keep it happy. I got a compliment the other day that made me want to just cry. In fact, I've gotten several lately. If you think that you're fucking up, ask your kids. I've been starting this new thing where I say, would you like, would you care to take a survey on my parenting after that? Is this like a, what would you give that parenting decision I just made? And it's so fun to hear them respond and they get a chance to, to say something, um, about what's going on in their fucking lives. Um, but I said to, to one of my kids, they said their friends are going insane or something. I I don't remember whatever they said. I said, what you guys are doing fine. That's fine. And they responded with, well, yeah, because we have good parents. (laughs) I had to, oh my God, you guys. I was like, be cool, Katie. Be cool. Be cool. Calm down. Don't fuck this up or he won't say anything nice again. Just be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Um, But my point is, you control their minds a little bit right? You're creating the space in which they live, their actual reality. There's no stress in this house. Why? (laughs) Because I'm stoned. But whatever. (laughs) It's fine. It's working. Everything's fine. Um, And they know 
and we talk and we have the most open relationship ever because I want them to be able to talk. Nobody ever listened to me. Nobody ever heard what I had to say. If they did, they would know. (laughs) I knew what the fuck was going on, you turds. Anyways, lock it up. Another thing I want to end on, and I know this is like a lot of information I'm throwing on you. Oh my God, I even have more, but I won't. Um, Let them talk back. I have started to let them talk back. Because, you know, you grow up in like, you don't talk back. That's disrespectful. Don't fucking talk back to me or whatever it is that you were told. Who are you talking to? Excuse me? You know, all that stuff. I love a good excuse me, by the way. So I'm not immune to that. Excuse me? I'm fucking what? But let them talk back a little bit and you will hear yourself and you will see yourself um, in ways that you did not see before. So um, Hank was getting really pissed at me one day and I was like, okay, what? Then what? And he said, well, you drug me out here. You had all of this other plans and then halfway through you changed your mind, decided we were going to do something else and I can't even follow what's going on. And I just looked at him and I was like, yeah, I think I did do that. That's fair. Okay. All right. Yes, you're right. You're fucking right. I did do all of that stuff. (laughs) First of all, that's totally what I do. I just all over the place. ADD. Um, Look, I just did it just then. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. Let them talk back to you because I was able to see in that situation. I was being a dipshit and I was then I let him talk and then I changed my mind because also we want to show them. It's okay to change your mind. And I know that in this political setting, it's really, people are like, he used to say, he said this, now he changed his mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's called learning. Um, It's called learning when you change your mind. And I definitely want my kids to know how to change their mind. Um, Because at any point down the road of a bad decision, you can change your fucking mind. And you can go back and fix something. So yes, 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 yes. Do show them that, you know, do let them argue with you a little bit. Don't be like fucking getting talked to, okay? Because not the, ooh, don't talk to me like that. You can voice your opinion. You just can't be an asshole. Um, but um, do let them talk. And do listen to what they say. Because you are wrong sometimes. And then when you know that when, when you know damn well that you are right, be very sure that you know that you're right. When it comes to like sex, drugs, alcohol, violence. I mean, really, that, you know, those are the main driving safety. Keeping them alive, we don't argue about. We don't argue about water safety. We don't argue about, you know, taking your medicine or, or whatever it is. But we can argue about whether or not I'm completely taking over the day and then just running all over the place and wasting everyone's time because I have no organization skills. It's a great time for them to learn and because guess what? They do it too. And so when they point it out in others, it's very easy to see within themselves and understand. I hope that I'm not rambling and I hope that what I'm doing is helping. But um, to me, this makes all sense. So I just want to keep going. But um, I do apologize if this is boring. 
I really think it's important to let people have a say. We we tell them to be quiet. We tell them to shut up. We tell them to listen. We tell them to do exactly as we say. And if they talk back, they get in trouble. But in talking back, in arguing, the new generation can discover sometimes new ways to do things that are better. And if we're not listening to them, it won't change. So um, my husband has always had a problem at work with the attitude, we don't do it this way because we've never done it that way. Um, You can't grow if you're not willing to change the way that you're doing something, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Um, That was a lot. (laughs) Y'all, I didn't even like breathe or blink right then. <laughs> okay. You get it? I think. I think that I think that I've hammered it in as deep as possible. Let those little babies explore, let them touch, let them think. Ask them what they want. But if they give you something they want, let them follow it a little bit and see how it works out. Uh, I can't remember any of our other points and so I'm going to just <sighs> close my eyes and take a breath and recenter myself and drink some of this coffee. And then hopefully I'll have a fucking idea of what's going on. I hope so desperately that all of you can hear my words today. Um, and all of you can mentally run away from what's going on outside of the house. The good news is you're in control of your own mind and your own house and the mood Nobody can come in and take that away from you. I mean, obviously there's like some other scary shit because all I do is watch, you know, murder shows, but we're just not going to bring that up. Okay. Lock it away. You get my point. Today you will wake up, you will have coffee and you will go to sleep. Same as every day and every day after and just keep on trucking, baby, because one day this day will be gone. And you'll look back at how you spent it. And I want you to make sure that you feel like you did it. Um, Yes, the the other day, wasn't it? I was, I I always, oh yes, oh yes, good example. I um, put out here one one episode about potty training. And I was like, oh, I'm going to potty train today. And I'm going to fucking do it. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I gave up. I gave up. I hate potty training. I'm not good at it. I fucking hate it. And I beat myself up and beat myself up and beat myself up about it. And yesterday... I thought, the fuck am I doing? And I went in there and I got out all of the underwear and I spent all day cleaning up piss, (laughs) whatever, and giving out Skittles. But at the end of the day, instead of hating myself, I felt good. And so that's the difference. All that time you spend wallowing, all that time you spend on your phone, do it for you. Turn it off and fucking do it. And then at the end of the day, you feel like, damn, I did it. I'm not a loser. I did do those things. I'm not missing anything. I did tell my kids how I feel about them. I did say nice things to my husband. I did make sure the dishes were done this time. Um, And it sounds so simple, but it's the hardest thing I can ever do is to just fucking get going. Um, It holds me back. Thanks, weed. (laughs) Anyway, this is a, a love message to anyone who wants to hear it. You have all the tools. Everything is in front of you. You just have to do it. 
Okay? I love you. Don't worry about what's going on in the world. Hey, hey, uh, mm. eye contact. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Go outside. Look at the birds. Find a worm. Have your kid poke it. Uh, if you got big kids, go sit and get fucked up and watch them play video games. And here's the fucked up part because video games are very boring. Maybe you can find one that you both like. I mean, you know, like Mario Kart is the fucking shoot. 3D Mario World is cool. Sonic for Sega is fucking tight. So if that's what they're into, meet them halfway, okay? Meet them. Meet them where they are. Hank wouldn't shut the fuck up the other day making noises with his mouth. So instead of fighting him, which I had done the entire morning, I thought, okay, bitch, check it. If this is what you want to do, we're going to organize it. So I said, fine, let's do, um, let's do mouth sound effects. So he recorded a bunch of different mouth sound effects. Um, then he listened to them, decided they were different sounding than what he thought they were, which was great. That's fantastic. That's observing. Then he labeled them all in the phone and then he explored with that idea. And then later I'm going to make him go back in and listen to, oh, and we listened to them with our eyes closed, by the way, which makes them sound totally different. Um, so then we explored that and then I'm going to make him do that same thing again after a couple of days to see if anything has changed. So meet them where they are. You want to make fucking random noises instead of telling them to shut the hell up, which, <laughs> oh, God damn, do I want to do. Teach them how to organize it. Teach them how to hone a skill. Teach them how to make it. Teach them about sound effects in movies. That shit's fascinating. Whatever it is they're doing, meet them where they are. They're fucking babies, dude. All the way up until 18. I mean, I have an 18-year-old who needs baby attention just like everybody else. In fact, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about because I need baby attention and my 47-year-old husband needs fucking baby attention. So be kind, be loving, and just be there for yourself and for everyone else. Okay, this is like going way too long. I just, oh, I missed you and I wanted to talk to you. Okay. I love you. I do. I really, really fucking do. Hit me up. If you need some emotional support today, I'm your girl. You can text me if you have my phone number. You can email me at uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at uneducatedhousewife. I love you. I do. Because you listened to 53 minutes of me talking about kids and parenting and how to make it better. And that makes you a motherfucking good parent. Okay? Because you could be listening to some dumb shit right now. Okay? Love you. Bye.